After years of wedded bliss, Nick couldn't take it any longer. Melissa, through no fault of her own, had grown up in a home without cable TV or a VCR. If that last sentence confused you, Google it. This had resulted in her having very little pop culture movie knowledge. In order to right this injustice, the duo will watch and discuss movie after movie until Melissa has caught up with the zeitgeist of her generation. Welcome to their journey. Hey. Hello. How are you this fine feathered evening? I'm great. Ready for a flick. Are you? I am. You ready to f- soar through the clouds? Yes. Do you know what we're watching this week? No. No? Are you sure? I'm sure. Have you noticed we've had a lot of clashes this week? Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger in this one? No. Oh. Sorry to disappoint. Someone with muscles is in this movie. Uh, Yes, there are many people who have muscles in this movie. (laughs) I mean, like... Like every human being on the planet. Clash of the Titans. So it's going to be about... I don't know what it's about. I'm going solely on the title that it's going to be a war between two big powers. Okay. Ta-da! What if if it's uh, a war between moons, like one of Jupiter's moons is Titan, if I recall correctly? I don't think it's that. No, it's not? No. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Okay. So you think it's going to be about two large powers that are fighting. Yeah. Or is this the one that's like about like... The Greek gods or something release the kraken. Release the kraken. What's a kraken? <laughs> like, what's, like, a, like what's like what's crackalacken? No, 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 no. Release and release the krakens. That's like a. It's a line from a movie. It and, is. Is it? And it's like a, an old, like a mythological uh-huh. sea monster. Is it or something? Okay. Yeah. So is this that sure. movie? Are you sure it's not sushi? Kraken? I wish it was. I wish we were having or sea sushi. urchin. That's what I'm thinking of. Sea oh. urchin. You like crack it in half. Get it? Kraken. Anyway, sea urchin. You you're crack trying it in half to you. go somewhere else. But I'm just focusing on the okay. movie. Here. Sorry, movie. Yes, you're right. I'm obviously scatterbrained tonight. <laughs> so, is this the release the kraken movie? Maybe. Hmm. So you're about like to find Greek, out. <laughs> like Greek gods and weird things. Weird. I think this is going to be really old. <laughs> What year do you think it was made? Like 81. 81? Okay. Maybe 79. I don't know. 79. <laughs> which is practically, old. yeah, okay. Uh, it's going to be old. And cheesy. And cheesy. Cheesy effects. <laughs> wow. You were just calling it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, how are you, given that, how are you feeling? I don't know. I don't know if Clash of the Titans is a movie I ever wanted to see. wow (laughs) wow okay so we'll see we are definitely gonna see let's Uh, go check it out let's go check it out in an ancient age before recorded time men were measured by their courage and women by their beauty mighty gods ruled the universe and fear and destruction covered the world. It was a time of darkness when only the force of love could bring back the light. Now, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer presents Clash of the Titans, a sweeping legend of a golden age, soon the motion picture epic of our time. Enter into the wondrous world of Perseus and Andromeda, a world of passion and power, 
Beauty and bravery, mystery and magic. A world that transcends fantasy and leaps into legend. One courageous man rides between an angry heaven and the fury of hell on earth. He rides a winged stallion across the sky. He rides to save the one who owns his heart. He rides towards wonders no man has ever seen and terrors no man has ever faced. Clash of the Titans, starring Laurence Olivier, Maggie Smith, Ursula Andress, Burgess Meredith, Claire Bloom, and introducing Harry Hamlin as Perseus and Judy Bowker as Andromeda. It will touch you, shock you, dazzle your senses, and sweep you to the limits of your imagination. Clash of the Titans. Release the Kraken! <laughs> Wait, was that right? No. You, you called me out on this, because I say that line, I think I say that line somewhat frequently. Yeah. That's yeah. not the first time you've heard me say that. No, honestly. no, I've heard this line many times throughout popul- popular yes. culture, and because of that, I'll get to that later, but I had a whole idea of what this movie was about, which was totally wrong. <laughs> so, uh, I think on one of them, the first time, because the Kraken is released multiple times in this story. Twice. Like, twice. He's yeah. like the, the nuclear option before there were nukes. And he, like one time Zeus says, what was it, unleash? No, like set loose set or loose. let loose. Let loose. Yes. And then the second time it was released the Kraken. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you definitely gave me a look the first time and you were like, that's not the line. <laughs> I thought everyone got it wrong. You know, that happens. Yeah. Like, no, totally. Things are misquoted. Absolutely. That I can't. There's some really famous ones where everyone thinks it's this line and it's not. Like, right. that's literally not what's said in the movie. It's funny how that happens. I thought this movie was all about, like, um, I don't know, some kind of war. And at the end of it, they release the Kraken, and that's, like, what, like, finishes the war. It's, like, the last straw big animal or something. Ooh. Like, having a Godzilla up your sleeve. That was kind of what I always thought hmm. was happening, and everyone was afraid of it. Like, no, not the Kraken. Well, I mean, that's partially true, because it is the thing that everybody's afraid of. And it is a giant Godzilla-like creature. True, yeah. But it was more, I thought that was the whole movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Built around the Kraken. And I was really surprised that he had such a small role. I mean, you, you could argue he does have a small role. He's definitely a tool in this movie. Mm-hmm. A plot tool and a literal tool for, like, you know, dispensing justice. Quote. I'm using heavy air quotes because <laughs> Greek god justice is not justice. It's usually whims. just yeah, it's whims of pettiness. Um, but he's like what he's that role, and so the movie is kind of structured around him. He's like the hurricane that's coming twice. Like the first one, they just establish how bad he is. Like he's so True, devastating, and the I- second one is like it's impending doom. He's going to come. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff, of course, but there's so much other stuff. Yeah, I really feel like lot. he definitely is not the star of the film, like I thought. No, which is totally. fine because all the other stuff is great. I went on a journey. Did you in this movie? Yes. Where'd you go? I okay. I went from. Hmm, I started at <laughs> the beginning. Okay. Like really calling out in my mind, like the the datedness of yes. the effects. Yes. And because um, they they are dated and yes. and they're it was very early animation. No, it was not. No, claymation. Uh, it was not. It's stop motion animation, 
and you pretty much saw the one of the masters of stop motion animation like he, so it wasn't early no no they've been doing stop motion animation since the first films pretty much like king kong the original king kong in the 20s that's the i saw that i watched the special uh, features like later with this we've seen the special features with this and um the guy who did it i think it was harry housen i think he uh he like grew up that was his first one of the first movies he saw like and he saw king kong in the stop motion that is like what inspired him to like get into movies and stuff and he just he had like decades long like multiple spanning decades of doing stop motion animation but anyway, to our eyes now, it looks like rudimentary, right? But like yeah. back then, it was like mind-blowing stuff. Well, that's what I mean. Like that was the journey I went on. Right. I was trying, I was, you know, telling myself, okay, instead of <laughs> looking at it through the lens of today and, mm-hmm. and being critical of it, um, look at it instead like they. this is what they had to work with. And the scope of the movie was extremely ambitious. Oh, um, and what they were trying to portray and show yeah. um, all of these like um, otherworldly creatures, Pegasus, the flying horse, um, a mechanical owl, um, Binbu, was it? I don't remember the name. Bintu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I Sounds like I'm saying like I know. an Ewok name. I don't know. <laughs> no, it is. It's a uh, boob. Oh, I'll, I'll remember. Just keep going. Okay. So all of these. Um, so I was just kind of. In the beginning, I was like, Ugh, I don't know. I don't know if I can get into this. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of, you know, said, Let, let's look at it a different way. And so I started looking at it um, and trying to appreciate what they were doing with what they had and what they had to work with. Yeah. And um, and so kind of giving it more of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then I was able to kind of let go of the effects and just look like follow the story. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's also that the story gets better a little bit later once the dude. The dude. The dude. Perseus. Perseus. Yeah. Perseus. Once Perseus wakes up. Son of Zeus. <laughs> once he gets moved into that amphitheater and he wakes up. Yeah. And his quest really starts. It Then it becomes a quest movie. Oh, yeah. And. That's that was fantastic. I I really really ended up liking this movie, but in the beginning oh. I didn't. I it, it's Ray Harryhausen is the he was the stop motion, and um, I was like actually this is the first movie where I've been like oh man I don't know if she's some of them you haven't liked and I got why but this one I'm like I I, I thought you wouldn't like it because of the stop motion animation you wouldn't be able to get past it so I'm happy to hear you could. You know what it reminded me of? What? In the land <laughs> of the lost, 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 lost. <laughs> it reminded me of Land of the Lost. Uh, well, I mean, that... it looked very similar. Yeah, especially the Kraken because I gotta... there was the big dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. I got to show you um, the the special feat, like the the interviews with Ray Harryhausen. Like he was talking about Pegasus and like how he'd seen Pegasus done in other movies before. And it was always like these big muscular actors. And then the horse would have these little tiny wings. He's like, (laughs) that's not realistic. I want to make one that has like expansive wings. And he was just so into creating these things and bringing them to life. And hearing him describe how he did Medusa as well was also the design they went through to get to it. Because a lot of times she's not depicted like she is in this film where she's all snake, you know, kind of. Yeah, that was unusual. I'm used to... I don't know why, but I always thought Medusa was supposed to be beautiful. There, I mean, 
legend has it, it, it varies. It's like most legends, right? Uh, but a lot of them, though, the origin is she's very beautiful and her beauty gets uh, her into a situation which gets her cursed. So she mm. becomes, you know, having snakes and the whole bit with the turning people into uh, stone. Yeah, she's one of my favorite. From when I was a kid, she was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Um, your favorite myths? A coworker once dressed up like Medusa for Halloween. <laughs> I thought that was so clever. She bought like a ton of like little rubber snakes mm-hmm. and like pinned them all over her head. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Side note. Totally. Um, so wait, we're kind of we're kind of fanboying on this one. What's the general story? Like, what's a quick summary of this one? Um, okay, so the quick story is um, Zeus and. Uh, Zeus is in control and he likes to kind of um, take care of his son, Perseus. But there's another goddess. Um, was it McGonagall from Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Madonna. I don't, I don't remember her I name. I don't remember the Harry Potter name. <laughs> the, um, yeah, sorry. It's, oh, uh, she's so beautiful. She's it's Maggie, and beautiful. It's Maggie Smith. It's, it's Thetis. That is... It's yeah. okay. So yeah. she um kind of in like a little like little snarky like huh, I'll get back at him way. Mm-hmm. Um because he cursed her son. Yeah. Um so he couldn't her son became this like hideous creature living in the swamps with a whole bunch of lost boys. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and he couldn't marry Calibus. the beautiful Calibus, yeah. Calibus. He couldn't marry the beautiful yeah. princess um and rule Joppa. So Perseus, um, she in a in a kind of a snarky way, she picks him up and like drops him in Joppa. Mm-hmm. And um, so then you follow Perseus's journey. And he, um, of course, wants to marry the princess. But in order to marry her, um, he has to solve a riddle. Yes. And um, because, or else you die. Yeah. Yeah. Like you get burned Which in front of everyone me, in the town. That's not the only like tale like that like oh, the no. dancing princesses that one that's really similar mm, okay um so anyway perseus he has a couple cool like things that the gods gave him yes his helm his, his helm, helmet he and puts sh- it on and he disappears it's invisible yeah Ugh. um his shield which it's prof- prophesized that it mm-hmm. would save his life mm-hmm. and his sword the sword, Burgess Meredith, by the way, amazing in this movie. As Zeus? Yeah, no. 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 He's, oh, <laughs> no, that's no. Some, Sorry. That's, that's Lawrence. That's Lawrence Olivier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so <laughs> Burgess Meredith. As who? Who's Burgess Meredith? You know, I'm trying to, he was just the, the, the theater guy. Like, I don't remember what his character's name was. Well, he ends up becoming friends with Perseus. Amon. His name was Amon. So yeah, he's friends with him and he is just, he's great. He's really grounding in the movie. He yeah. makes things really fun. But the scene where he's like, oh, those these are gifts from the gods. And he like grabs the sword. And then Perseus just kind of like lightly swings it and he cuts through marble. <laughs> and it was, that's just such a cool like that's like a lightsaber moment, really. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that part. Sword geek. I'm a sword geek. I can't help it. <laughs> all the ju- although all the jewels in the hilt are like, come on now. That's just distracting. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's for bedazzling people. You bedazzle people as your sword fighting. No, don't you know? If a, if a Greek god makes something, yeah. they make it to the its utmost perfection ah. and like most the utmost beauty. Okay. So um, I think that was it. I think it was just because that's how they roll. That's just how they roll. 
So Perseus, he wants to marry the princess. Um, and in order to do it, he has to kind of just go through some quest things. To, yeah, he does. To, to, in order to be able to do this. Well, he, he's got to confront the ex because she was in love or betrothed or whatever to Calibus. And so she's gotta, he's got to go confront that because he's like stealing her spirit in the night and talking to her and trying to woo her spirit and stuff because he misses her so much. Yeah, yeah. He's got to go handle that. Right. You can't have that in your relationship. You need <laughs> to handle that. Right. Which he did. He did. Yeah. That's true. He hand. It. Oh, See what slice. I See what I did? Oh. There went the hand. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but he didn't kill Calibus. And so Calibus like ends up causing trouble the whole rest of the time. It's a classic mistake. I know. Mercy. He's always like lurking in the bushes ready to come out and do something. Swish his tail around. So he gets to marry her. But then at the wedding, mm. her mom starts bragging about her beauty mm-hmm. and the same. It's in the temple of the, uh, I'm saying the name wrong. The Thetis. Okay. It's the, yes. The one who originally that hurts her son is Calibus, but it's in the, her temple and the mom is bragging about her. It's yeah. like, she's the on. most lovely and fairest yes. in the world. There's none yes. lovelier than her. Yes. Oh, well, she gets mad. And yep. then she's like, well, now she's gonna die. That effect, by the way, <laughs> the haunted mansion effect. Like, yeah, there was I a marble statue, mm-hmm. and they would like project her face onto mm-hmm. it. And um, yeah, they use so many Hollywood tricks, yeah. like old school, yeah, like tricks. Practical. Like, yeah. what about the trick where um, Perseus is Perseus. walking, but he's invisible? Yeah, and you see oh, his footprints. I How love that too. The that? depressions in the sand. Yeah. Um, What's I mean, the trick there? They probably just used stop motion for that. They oh. probably just had a film reel and then they would like literally go in the shot and then just put a footprint and then stop and let it run. Mm-hmm. Let it run for a second then put another footprint in. That's probably what they did, but I don't know. Is I it, have to think. That's the easiest thing you do. My, it, it says a lot to me because I, when you describe that, I think, man, that takes so long. Forever. I'm so impatient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, I did stop motion. I went through a total oh, stop motion phase as a kid. Yeah. With it was like a VHS camera or something. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a long time. It takes a special 30 kind frames of a second. Um, obsession or or patience. Uh, perfection, I think, is what you're looking for. Drive, vision. Sure. Something like Those that. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obsession yeah. works, though, too. <laughs> meticulous. It's very meticulous, which yeah. is like, think about... The dog scene with the two-headed dog, right? Mm-hmm. Fur. The way fur moves, like when you touch it, like it just starts to scatter. And so doing it where you're moving things like minutely, incrementally to do the motion of that, like the fur was the hardest part. That's what that's what Harry was saying. But <clears throat> it's just crazy. Like the detail and the patience that those, those people had is amazing that yeah. they could make it look like that. Agreed. So anyway... Um- that was another cool effect too in the temple, the the marble statue. They were showing her talking. That was really cool. Yeah. Bubo. The Bubo. owl's name is Bubo. Oh, the owl. Okay, that was one of my favorite characters in the movie. Can you imagine seeing that as a kid? Yeah. That owl. Oh, I'm sure there were lunchboxes of the owl. He was so cool. Well, what about jewelry? Um, I'm pretty sure they probably weren't marketing towards women 
Bond's jewelry for the film, but I think you would definitely be in the market for a Bubo <laughs> necklace. So oh, totally. I'll have to look for that. Oh, for that. I think I will. I bet you will. Um, so we were talking about like where the movie goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they were getting married. The the goddess got mad, and then and then um, she curses <clears throat> them and says, um, within. 30 days like 30 days at the next full moon or something yeah you must sacrifice um the princess yes and she must remain a maiden yeah she must remain a maiden and she must be sacrificed to the kraken mm-hmm. if you want to save your whole village town world whatever yeah joppa yeah so then like- Perseus is like well now i need to kill the kraken <sighs> and how do i do that and that's like where the quest like really yep. like starts so Amps he has up. to mm-hmm. he has to find out how to kill um the kraken first he has to go to the witches yeah the three witches yeah share the eye mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then he finds out that he needs to go he needs medusa medusa's the only thing and he has to get her head um so he yeah he goes on that so that that was a whole Oh, I just love where this movie took you. I really do. <laughs> I don't know why he couldn't have just appealed to Medusa's sense of romance. You know, like Medusa's been locked up, no connection with anyone, no nothing. If he had just told her, you know, hey, uh, this we're doing this for true love here. Can you just come with me? We'll give you some sunglasses so you don't turn people to stone. Did you get the impression that Medusa was open to conversation? You know, I certainly did not. I mean... <laughs> She did seem a little combative. That's true. <laughs> like, you know, there were all the bodies. But I think it was just lashing out because she felt lonely. Okay. And bitter and angry because of what the gods had done to her. So <laughs> He even got to to get to the island that Medusa's on. He even got to, like, ride across the river Styx, right? Mm-hmm. And he had to give a coin to the person rowing the boat. Yes. It was like just a skeleton. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah, they... Uh, have you seen... Uh, Sinbad, the Adventures of Sinbad. No. Oh, that's another. That's another Harry. Ah, I'm saying it wrong. Ray Harryhausen. It's another one of his films, okay. The Voyage of Sinbad. I might have to add that to the list. That's another really good one. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, a, the skeleton is what reminded me of it. That's all I'll tell you. Anyway, you'll you'll find out later. Okay. Wasn't Sinbad like a comedian? <laughs> that's. <laughs> Are you talking about him? That's what I'm thinking. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, mm-hmm. there's he, an adventure movie starring Sinbad from the '90s. Yes, that's yeah, what I'm I liked him. About. Okay, yeah, he had the earring in his ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and he had a he had a TV show. I think his TV show was called Sinbad. Yeah, yeah. There's totally a movie from the '50s about that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean the '60s, or I mean the '90s. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Um, so what's your favorite part of this movie? Medusa's lair, hands down. That's my favorite part. Why? I like the tone, like how that scene feels, the tension in it and the lighting and everything else. Like, um, I don't know. It's, it has stuck in my mind ever since I saw it as a kid and the animation around, um, that they did around her in particular and the effects of her eyes, what they did with the like lighting of her eyes and everything. It just really sticks with you. And just the way she moved, like the way she like crawled like a snake and then got up and stuff. And her rattle tail. Oh yeah. The rattle tail is great too. I was going to bring up that scene too, because it is so suspenseful. 
like it's the best it's one of the best examples i think of like a suspenseful Mm -hmm. moment in a movie Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they layered like not being able to look directly at her mm-hmm. and hiding behind the pillars. Yep. And so you're kind of disoriented. You don't know where she is. And and Perseus is stressed out. <laughs> yeah. He is freaking out. And he's the hero. And yeah. he's like having a hard time. Plus her rattletail, that sound. Yeah. The whole thing. As I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is masterful here. Yeah. And he watches his boys get taken out. He he had two guys with him. It's really, and the part where, I mean, he's waiting just to like, to, um, to, to to, slice her. Yeah. Yeah. He's waiting with the sword and it's almost like, it's like how I would feel like, is it time yet? I don't know. Is it the right moment? Like, where is she? And you can't look. Oh, it was. Yeah. That was magic. And the fact that she had a bow and arrow too. So it was like. You know, you see her and you're like, oh, she can't move that fast. I just don't look at her and I'll be fine. But then she's like an awesome archer. And it's <laughs> oh, so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then he defeats her, gets the head. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back and you know, there's some drama about it. Bubo saves the day. And then he yeah. turns the crack in, into stone. Yeah. Spoiler. Hashtag spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. The only disappointing thing there is that I would have liked the Kraken to remain. Yes. This big stone statue in the waters of Joppa. Yeah. That like moss could grow on and yeah. lichen and it'd be really cool to look at. He would have been a wonder of the world, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I also think that's because you're reading Lord of the Rings again and they have all those giant statues. I think that's part of like your love of giant statues too. I mean, who doesn't love amazing other ancient th- statues? Yeah. Other than like wondering how they even exist. Yeah. Like that part bothers me. Like how do they even do that? But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was a really. So he saves the day. It has a happy ending. What was your favorite part? Uh, well, I was going to bring up the Medusa scene because mm. I thought it was so amazing. Yeah. But um, I really like Pegasus. Really? I do. I like that he has to capture Pegasus and then mm-hmm. he gets to like um, ride Pegasus. Him? Her? Pegasus. Oh, he's a stallion. They say okay. he's a stallion. So they get to, he gets to ride him. He's and... a stallion. <laughs> Beautiful white stallion. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bebo? Bebo. Bubo. 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 Is... Like, not only, well, first of all, he speaks owl, and so Perseus can understand him. That part's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. One of the gods, uh, I think it was um, Athena was supposed to give him her owl, but he was like, Mm-mm. she was like, Mm-mm. no, no, that's my owl. I will never part with this owl. Yes. So she had someone else make the forger, the, the god forge. He made Bubo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. Bubo is pretty much, Perseus kind of stumbles through things, but Bubo is rock solid hero in this film, in my opinion. You know, I also really liked that after the Medusa scene, mm-hmm. um, it was so real, like Perseus's reaction to the stress of it. He basically collapsed. Like he mm, could yeah. barely, he could barely move. Yeah. Um, he got out of there, but then he just kind of like fell over and just couldn't even move. And mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool because... So, I don't know. You don't get to see a hero recover. True. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very often. Except John McClane, but yeah. <laughs> so, that was really cool. <laughs> that was neat. I didn't actually... I liked that detail. Yeah. I mean, the pacing in this movie is... You can tell it's an older... You know, from the 80s, because it's not as wham-bam fast. Like, 
seeing the remake of this 2010 would probably be interesting to do a comparison of like how the, it feels different, you know? Like, Is that what we're watching next week? <laughs> Say yes. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, there's so many things I ended up liking about this movie. Like, I know there's other things that I enjoyed that I should share. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think of what I want to say. I really yet. like the effect of the, the lights behind Zeus's head when they're uh, at Mount Olympus. It's just such a simple effect. They had those like green, like, <laughs> like, like ethereal lights. It was such a cool, practical, just flourish. I really liked that. Huh. Okay. I also, the scenes where Calibus is stop motion creature guy and he's fighting Perseus technically like stuff like that is just crazy to me mm, like you doing think about the re- yeah. it. doing the overlay of the live action and the stop motion animation and timing those things perfectly like that mm-hmm. it's just amazing uh, Bebo was hero number two because he saved what? Pegasus number one number one my opinion okay he's number one he saves everybody a- at the end he saves Perseus. He saves Pegasus. He saves Joppa by grabbing save- Medusa's head. Oh, he does. Yeah. He gets Pegasus. He Pegasus got captured by Calibus's crew, mm-hmm. and then he saves him from that. Yeah, he does. He saves everybody. He's like such a big part of the movie. I never would have thought that going into it that there'd be a mechanical owl <laughs> who is, um, you know, yeah, one of the stars of the show. So pivotal, <laughs> right? Um. What was your, were there any parts you just didn't really dig or was it mostly just pretty good for you or great? In the beginning, um, it was, the reason it made me, it made me think of Excalibur when we first started watching it because it just drops you into a story and you're like, whoa, what is going on? There's no, there's, (laughs) where, where did you just drop me? Yeah. And because of that paired with the effects being a little cheesier in the beginning. They're dated, yeah. Yeah. It was almost like I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be seeing. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wasn't understanding like what they were trying to portray yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. So I think I had a bit of a rough the first 15 minutes or so. But mm-hmm. if you can get past the first 15, 20 minutes, it's great. It's totally worth it. Just stick in there. Yeah. Don't give up. That scene uh, in the beginning you're talking about was like kind of like the funeral procession of Perseus as a baby and his mom, but they're not dead, but they're putting them in like a casket. They throw in the water to like, because they offended the gods and all that. And um, like in real life that was filmed in England and they were just hanging out. Like the film production crew was hanging out waiting for a stormy day. Like they were literally listening to the forecast Wow! because they wanted to have like roiling waves and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so like one day they were just like, all right, the weather was blah 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 so they're like oh we gotta go and then they got like everybody out there and then they just ran out and did their filming of it <laughs> which I-, I really appreciate things like that because nowadays you just shoot with a green screen a lot of times mm-hmm. and then they just paint in the background mm-hmm. or if it's a sunny day they'll they'll film real and then they just paint it later but like back then all those shots you saw like those stone formations like they filmed in malta and spain and all these it was really cool yeah the places where they filmed were gorgeous yeah yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny they have to wait for a long time for bad weather in England. I, I thought know. it was bad weather all the time. I know. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm wrong. Maybe not on the coast. I think it's just, yeah, I think it was specifically the waves. Like they needed like a decent storm, not just the normal, like annoying weather. Right. Okay. Got it. So I think that was really where it was coming from. Oh, another thing I really liked was that um, <laughs> the princess mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't remember her name. Andromeda. Oh, thank you. Andromeda. She wanted to go with Perseus on his quest. Oh, yeah, and so yeah, yeah. she did. So yeah. she was just like, she she had a kind of like a take charge moment where yeah. he was like, no, I don't think you should go. And she's like, well, we're not married yet. And I get to say what happens and I'm going. Let's go. I'm the princess. Boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was a great moment too. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Andromeda was, I mean, of course they have that thing like in all movies and especially how they portray ancient times. They're like, I've just met you and I love you more than anything else. <laughs> and she was like, how do you know me? <laughs> and he was like, I saw you sleeping. Just a couple times. Just once or twice. <laughs> and I love you. Isn't that enough? It turns she, out it was enough. And she's like, well, considering my ex is a demon man who steals my spirit every night, I guess that's okay. <laughs> uh, times have changed. The more things change, the more they stay the same, right? It reminded me of Aesop's fables. Aesop's fables? Yeah. Okay. Or not Aesop's. I'm sorry. Oh Grimm's my gosh. fairy tales? What? Yes, yeah, Grimm's yeah. fairy tales. Okay. Wow, I went on the wrong that's okay. path there. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of fables to deal with and contend with. So... It sounds like I don't know what your answer to how the film holds up is going to be. Like, what do you, this feels like a complex one? For it you. is. Well, I think I've said, yeah, I'm going to stick with this. Like, mm-hmm. the effects don't really necessarily hold up, but mm-hmm. the story is so good. Mm-hmm. And if you can look at it through the lens of, um, kind of a little bit more grace of like, mm-hmm. well, that's what they had to work with. Okay. Um. I think it's still enjoyable. I'm really glad I watched it. Nice. And I did not think I was going to feel that way in the first five minutes because I was like, oh, no, another Excalibur. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. Um, Yeah, I feel like anybody who's about to watch this movie needs to just, someone just needs to say, hey, it's stop motion animation. Just deal with it. Like right. to get you over the hump of that. And right. it's just, it is what it is. And it, it actually, if you think about what it is, it's impressive, but yeah. So, um, it sounds like you're pretty glad you saw this film. Absolutely. What age do you think we could show our kids this one? I think, I think we could show them now. Wow. That would be awesome. I know. Okay. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. How do you think this movie like landed? Like, do you think it was a hit or not or what? Oh, um, gosh, gosh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did it land? Well, I mean, it was a $15 million budget, which is pretty decent. Not as much as Santa Claus, the movie. <laughs> I, I don't remember how much that one was, actually. I think it was around that much money, though, which is crazy. It made $41 million, so that's pretty good. It's not like crazy for, you know, today's standards, but it used to be if you doubled your budget, like that was amazing. That used to be the metric for like when you made movies, like you were doing great. You were doing really good. Hmm. Now it's like, well, it costs as much to market it as it costs to make the $300 million film. So we have to make a billion dollars or, or whatever. So it did really well. Yeah, it did. Huh, interesting. When right, did it come out? Rightfully so. 1981. Oh, okay. Yep. It was uh, June, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, June 12th. It feels like a summer movie, doesn't it? It really does. It's like <laughs> a summer blockbuster, totally. So what do you think the uh, message of this film was? <laughs> well, um, I think it's a little bit like 
It, whose hands is your fate in? Ooh. So Perseus, um, it was at the whim of the gods that he ended up where he ended up. Mm-hmm. And it was the will of some of the gods that he should fail or perish. Yeah. And yet he did not. He persevered and Nepotism, he had help. Though. His dad he helped did him have big a time lot. Help. Zeus totally was. So I think it's questioning that line though, like, um, where like how much of your life is in your own hands mm. versus mm-hmm. um versus something else mm. fate or god or god's yeah. will free um, will versus self-determination right or yeah predetermination um well yeah. okay did did you find any other messages in this film it, uh, to me it's really simple yeah don't piss off the gods oh there you go that's the message of this film <laughs> Just keep a big warning. Just keep your eyes down and just keep going. Just don't (laughs) piss off the gods. Uh, Speaking of gods, if you were a Greek god, which one would you be? Oh, Um, okay. I have two choices. Two? Yeah. Okay. I would either be the goddess of um, growing things. Okay. A poison ivy? Oh, no, that's Batman. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so of of making things bloom and grow and flourish. Um, or the goddess of pottery. <laughs> the goddess of pottery. <laughs> I don't see why I couldn't be both. Okay. Right, um, what about you? Oh, I'd be Dionysus. Who's that? He's the god of wine and partying. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did he have a beard? Because you have a very Zeus beard. Oh, I do have a Zeus beard right now. That's true, actually. <laughs> I mean, I'll take Zeus. That's fine. Actually, no. Who I'd want to be? I totally want to be Zeus. Why wouldn't you want to be Zeus? You're the king of the gods, and you turn into a whole bunch of cool stuff and have lightning bolts. This would be amazing. <laughs> but I'd probably be Dionysus. Is Thor a god from a different... Is yeah. he a different sect of yes. gods? Yeah, he's uh, Norse mythology. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Got it, got it. I, don't, I haven't you studied that. god them. it. <laughs> uh, good one, good one. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's who I'd be. So... You would be a growing or a potter. Okay, fair enough. I was really going to ask you, like, my question I was gonna, intending to ask you is, like, which of the tools that uh, Perseus had would you pick? But I already know the answer. Bebo. Really? Oh, I didn't know the answer. <laughs> I thought you'd pick Pegasus. Oh, um, I forgot. I didn't think of Pegasus as one of the tools. He's, I mean, that's a thing he collected on his quest uh, to help then him. Pegasus, although we did have this one complaint about Pegasus. Oh, yeah. He moves really slow. <laughs> In the air, yeah. Especially at the end. It's a little drawn out. Yes. Um, you're like, you should probably be moving a little bit faster, dude. Yeah. You're like, could you just run? <laughs> or maybe just soar? Because if you're running and flying, wouldn't that propel you faster? I don't know. Uh, yeah, he was he was rather snail-like, especially at the end. I wonder if it was it was probably just because of the logistics of the stop motion animation. But yeah. Probably. Good times. Wow. What tool would you like? Or gift? What gift would you like? Oh, man. I mean, it's hard. The sh- I I wouldn't. The shield is my least favorite. I mean, it was very essential, you know, to him living, but it was the least cool one. Uh, I'd probably go with the invisible helm. Just be cool to be invisible. Like that'd be that'd be a cool thing to do. I can't believe you wouldn't take the sword. This that's what I almost picked, but I'm like marble. But I'm like, sword. I that would feel good. That would feel really good. Don't get me wrong, but that would just be over. What am I just going to keep cutting through marble? Like. <laughs> 
what's a more practical thing? Just being invisible so people can't spot me. That's pretty, that's pretty like, that's an every, it's a very practical decision for me. Okay. Bibu, oh man, Bibu's good too. amazing. Bibu's pretty amazing. It's like having a pet. It is. But a smart pet that True. helps you. Yeah. I wonder if he eventually ran out though, because I think he was gears. Like, did the gods wind him up and eventually he'd run out or? Well, again, I think this is a gift mm-hmm. from the gods and mm-hmm. it was made to last. Be, to last. Yeah. So Bibu is still out there somewhere. Yes. He's just oh, flittering around. Yes. Oh, man. He made friends with a drone. <laughs> <laughs> They're flying buddies. Oh, man. Maybe he <laughs> ran into a drone that happened earlier. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, let's just, I, I want to end on that. I want to imagine Bibu is out there just saving people and, and helping and confusing people by beeping at them. Sounds great. Awesome. See you later. See you next time. <laughs>